Welcome back to a special episode of the Northern Steel Podcast. Northern Steel Podcast episode 11, sponsored by your mom. We are here just chilling in the basement, and we got nothing to talk about, man. Absolutely nothing at all, Dom, which is... Don't boom that away. Oh, okay. Get it close. Uh, which is exactly why uh, we, we thought we'd do something to uh, keep ourselves entertained, mostly ourselves, uh, because we're going to try to keep you entertained, but uh, we don't, like Dom said, have really a lot to chat about. So... So what we're going to do is we're going to play some Rocket League, and we're going to... <clears throat> Sorry. We're going to put some Rocket League and we're going to kind of talk about some Steelers stuff. As you can see, I have a Steelers car. Ooh. If you're watching, and if you can't see it, it's because this is a podcast. Now, <laughs> what I think what I want to talk about, obviously, first, a little brief thing is we're at Rookie Minicamp last week, Chris. And in Rookie Minicamp, I wish there was more action to see. I always feel like it's a little tough um, because you are just wanting so much information and you just want to see videos of all of our rookies. And about the closest thing you'll get to that is an exclusive interview. However, um, I, I feel like I've just been seeing the bare minimum of, oh, here's a clip or here's a clip of Kenny handing off the ball. And people are like, wow. Look at Kenny. He's he's ready for the NFL. And I'm like, all right. Sure am. Why is this controller so loud? Uh, I was hoping to see some... Oh, good job, Chris. I was hoping to see some great shots or some great catches from George Pickens, from Calvin Austin. You know, but it's just football and shorts. It's okay. Um, they're just getting acclimated to the team. I think one thing I did actually like about it, that was all you, Chris. Good job. One thing I did like about it is that Kenny Pickett has a very leader attitude. That's what I keep hearing at camp, is that he just seems poised. He seems ready to go, ready to be QB1. I mean, he should feel that way. He is 25. So it doesn't really shock me much. Um, but I'm excited for like OTAs to start. I'm excited for actual training camp to start to some to see some sweet videos some action potentially and i'm just talking to a wall here and i think you and i are both just <laughs> you know it's kind of like how everyone's feeling right now they're, they're, we're eager you know Bruh. steelers steeler nation is so excited uh, you know maybe maybe a little bit too much head in the clouds from what I'm getting from some people and I'm very pessimistic from uh, a bunch of other people. But um, I think I'm just mostly excited because this is the first year where there's so many unknowns. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know uh, who's going to be at quarterback. We assume that's going to be Kenny Pickett, but like, you know, we have, we don't know. I wouldn't assume that. All right. We we have Mitch. We do have Mitch. Don't don't just assume that it's going to be Kenny Pickett. He is a rookie. You know what they say about assuming? Um, you're wrong. I am mostly wrong. <laughs> That's exactly what they say. So, um, I don't know. I, I think everyone's just eager to kind of get the season rolling. Uh, if you are like me and my brother, we just honestly, once season ends, we're like, wow, is it the next football season already? Yeah, I definitely want the season here right now. And I definitely wish that your controllers would stop making Rocket League noises. I do too. I don't know why it's doing that, but you know what? 
Hey, we'll just roll Carpe with it. diem, as the Pittsburgh Steelers say. <laughs> is, that, is that what they say? Wow, that was pretty awful. Good anyway, save. Good save. so uh, I'm about to save myself on like that goal. Uh, and in today's podcast, we thought it would be kind of a good idea since we have literally no content to talk about is uh, going over some of the questions of the day. I, I feel like first off, I want to talk about our Twitter page. Um, it's been popping off in, in our opinions popping, <laughs> because popping uh, we literally about a week and a half ago, we had about 29 followers and uh, just kind of, you know, grinding with it. We've we've managed to get up to about 116, which is awesome. And it's just been so cool to kind of see Steeler Nation reach out and talk to us and, and get to know more people. So thank you, everyone who is following. And, and to those of you who are hesitant, uh, I mean, please do. We we are just looking to build this community uh, and Steeler Nation. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> we're, getting, um, we're getting rocked, by the way. We are. It, for it's all you listening at home, getting I, absolutely spanked. For the people who stream and play... Uh, I honestly give them a lot more props because talking. Yeah, I, I feel like I need to focus so much more on playing and talking is uh, literally impossible. So yeah, it's hard for you to do when you're not even playing. Oh, look at that. We just need to, you know, speak it into existence. Easy peasy. I am an Aquarius. Uh, before you get into some questions on the podcast, maybe this is part of your question too, but I, the only like a little bit of Steeler news, like a little crumb that was given to us. Came from Antonio Brown, tweeting that he just oops, wants to retire a Steeler, and you know people start freaking out. Is Antonio Brown coming back? Is he going to join the Steelers and end his career there? And then he followed it up 14 minutes later with a tweet that said, uh, "Not play, just retire." So we're clear. <laughs> uh, which no, it's interesting that you bring that up um, because I am so iffy on that, and I I feel like. Which which I think a lot of Steeler fans are, but personally speaking, you know, Antonio Brown is arguably the best Steeler wide receiver to ever play. And now I'm not talking uh, attitude wise or, or team effort because you know why would you? I, I yeah because that's just not a thing uh, with him. And and I think that would obviously go to Heinz Ward. Uh, and I think a lot of people would agree to that. Yep, I guess we are forfeiting this match. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, it's it's very interesting because what he did in Pittsburgh was nothing short of incredible, and especially in that five-year run with Ben where he just absolutely went off and, and was the best wide receiver in the NFL, it's it's hard to look past that in those numbers. Um, what are you doing? I didn't do anything. Okay. Well, there's a little bit of technical difficulties, uh, but we are starting Rocket League back up. Uh, and well, I guess things are no longer recording. So you're just going to hear our voice. There's going to be a little bit of technical difficulties. We'll, Dom will probably put a picture of our face or something uh, on here. Uh, but anyway, back to it. Um, yeah, so with today's podcast, um, if you follow the Twitter page, you realize that I go on there and I try to ask a question of the day. Um, I figured since there's not a lot of content going on, we might as well just go ahead and ask, uh, bring up these questions of the day, uh, followed by, uh, giving shout out to a lot of you guys who have replied, um, and, and kind of discuss, uh, what we felt about people's replies, what we feel about our own question itself, because sometimes 
we ask these questions because we're we're looking for certain answers. You know, we we feel a certain way, and um, we just kind of want to see how the rest of Steeler Nation feels about it. So, uh, without further ado, we are going to go hit go back in and, and play. Um, but uh, we'll start off with question one. Uh, relating back to the Antonio Brown news, I asked, uh, with all the talks surrounding Antonio Brown, if he would have never left Pittsburgh and stayed on good terms with the team. You said good terms. Yep, I did. I was typing it fast. <laughs> uh, what do you think his career numbers would look like? It's mm, a tough question. I mean, Antonio Brown never really had a down year, even like in 2018 as we're kind of had a losing year. I guess that was like his most down year in yards, but he still had 15 touchdowns. So tough to say, really. Um, I'm so sick of this sound. <laughs> I wonder if it's an audio. Uh, it, it also, in 2019, Ben was out the entire time. And in 20... So, he, you know, he's playing with Mason and Duck. That is, doesn't help anybody. In... 2020 in 2020 we were you know we were like went on that big long undefeated streak for a long time and but Ben wasn't playing very well he played through a lot of shorts and stuff um I mean he played a, he played kind of good for a little bit right but along the way something but but would that change with a player like Antonio Brown because you know we're throwing to Claypool throwing to Deontay Johnson 2020 is also like Deontay Johnson's like big drop year too when he's dropping passes all the time so like what is going on I so scored. so would we would, the thing is is like i don't know what his yards or his stats would continue to be because i think our team diminished fast in these past three years mm-hmm. like very fast i would i'd imagine he still would wanted to leave his contract would have been up and he's like yeah i can see the writing on the wall this sucks i and and i was thinking a lot about this question too and i think that if he would have stayed I, I agree with you partly to where, you know, the team was kind of deteriorating and, you know, they, we did have those off years <laughs> of not having big Ben and, and having to rely on Mason and Doc Hodges. Um, but, you know, Antonio Brown was such a presence and such a, a, a fiend out on the field to where, you know, I, it would be hard not to just force him the the ball as as Mason and Duck and to kind of see how things play out for themselves. Um, I will say I do think that um, he would definitely be the all time leader uh, for the Steelers. Um, I I just think with the way that he played and in, in his career, it's I, well how how many more yards did he need truly? Uh, later, like two thousand ish, three thousand. Because what did Heinz Ward end with twelve hundred? Oh, if he had 1,200, so you need like 4,000-ish. Maybe? Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. I know he had 1,000 receptions, so... Um, which I don't think to Antonio Brown was really far off from that number either. Um, but, I mean, it, it's hard to say, and I think, you know, he was kind of Ben's safety blanket for a lot of years, and uh, all I know is I feel like if he would have stayed uh, and played out, played throughout um, everything, uh, he definitely would have retired once Ben... Uh, called it quits after this year. Is he would retired? I think he would have. Yeah. Mm, I mean, he's he's talking about retiring right now, and if he but his his career is way different right now, like way different. Yeah, that's with, fair. All, with all the 
you know, BS he's kind of done to every team he's been on. His team, the, 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 he's in a way different place right now than this hypothetical situation where potentially AB is a good model teammate and a good boy. Oopsie daisies. <laughs> so it's, I, it's, 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 it's tough hard to say. To know. Yeah, it's not to say that he'd be retiring now. I think he would lead the team because our team's not looking like it's going to be very good, right? So I think he would leave, but I don't know if he would retire. But this is under the assumption that he would stay and he would retire. No, I, I might like, yeah, I meant like after Ben is retiring, he would leave because he sees the writing on the wall. But even, even that being said, like, Still, what, 12 years of his career? Like, as a wide receiver? I know. Yeah, I suppose. No, no, it's tough to say. Anyway, uh, I would like to go into some of the responses that we got from uh, some some of our followers. So, the first one is uh, a guy who's kind of been with us uh, through it all. Uh, his name is Big Slime with three eyes. Go ahead and check him out uh, on Twitter. But he said... Um, he would have easily been the greatest Steeler wide receiver of all, of all time, uh, like I also said. And and regardless of championship, he would have been a no-brainer Hall of Famer. Um, which, Don, how do you feel about the Hall of Fame discussion with Antonio Brown? I think he's the, I don't know about no-brainer, but he's he's probably pretty close to a, Hall, to a Hall of Famer right now. Yeah, and if he would have stayed with Pittsburgh and, and, and been, you know, good with the team and everything, ah. It might have been. I mean, that would make it. I think that might make the case stronger. You might yeah. say that a ring makes it stronger, but the Hall of Fame is pretty fickle, man. I, th- I don't. I, I don't know if Heinz Ward's going to get in. He deserves to get in. I don't know if he will get in. And and the Hall of Fame held To out of the Hall of Fame for a very long time for his quote unquote antics. But if you want to compare To's antics to what Antonio Brown has done the past couple of years, to me, there's no comparison. Yeah, I agree. Oopsies. Um, the worst thing T.O. did was work out in his driveway shirtless. Which don't we all do that from time to time? And that doesn't even scratch the surface to what A.B. has done the past four years. That's so. my question. Do you work out shirtless on your driveway? I don't ever go shirtless ever. And I don't work out. In the it's shower? Funny. In the sleeping? Never. I'm just too self-conscious. I really am. That was a nice goal. Anyway, uh, and... and I only decided to choose a couple of replies or else I feel like this would go on forever. Uh, but the the next comment we got was from at all pro Addison. Uh, and his was very short and sweet, but he said Jerry Rice like numbers, which I, you know, it, it's a very interesting concept. Um, but it kind of like the things we brought up and in, in about, you know, having a declining team and a declining Ben and, and going after injuries, you know, I, I don't know how long Antonio Brown would have been in the NFL uh, if he would have stayed with us, if he would have went to another team, what what his situation would be. But we got to remember that Jerry Rice was in the NFL for, what, 20 seasons? <laughs> a for, long time. You know, and, a very long and time. Not only saying that, but he also had like a 1,000-yard rece- receiving seasons in, into his last final years. Right. You know, I... And I think that's why everyone uh, considers Jerry Rice the best wide receiver of all time is just because he's got the numbers to back it up. And it's not like he really declined at, towards the end of his career. He, you know, he still put up numbers. He still made himself a presence up until the end. So 
Uh, it would have been interesting. I know that was a big talk kind of uh, back with Ben and whatever, but uh, I don't know. It, it's hard to say that he would put up Jerry Rice-like numbers. So, Cons Consistency is key for Jerry Rice-like numbers. Maybe if we had like oh. a 2007, why she, why 2008 Ben Roethlisberger, then sure. Uh, if if he would have stayed that way throughout the rest of his career, then yeah, I, I could see maybe him getting closer, but it's it's hard to say. Why must you go for the ball that I go for? Um, I thought I was going for it, and I'm pretty You're sure you're clearly behind me. You listen, clearly uh, behind uh, me. We could argue about this all day, but the point is uh, clearly behind. Okay, you're about to be quiet once I do this amazing uh, aerial right here. You ready? Yep. All right. Cool. That's there what I'm it was. Done. There it was. Next question. Moving on. All right. So the next question I asked, because um, obviously, like we said, rookie mini mini camp just happened. So I wanted to ask the question um, with rookie minicamp uh, coming to a close. I can't help but think about uh, last year's rookie class. Which Steeler player do you think will have a breakout sophomore season? Um, hmm. What do you think, Dom? Breakout is the keyword there uh, because Najee had a really good season and I think he's going to have a better season. But like, what's a breakout compared to a thousand yard rusher already? Mm -hmm. I agree with a you. A two thousand yard rusher, <laughs> like I, I, it's hard for me to say. Najee, Fryermuth had a great year. I, maybe he, maybe he's a candidate for a breakout season because Ben never threw over the middle of the field, especially in his older age. And that seems to be, if he starts, that seems to be all that Kenny Pickett wants to do is throw over the middle of the field. That is where he excels. Is throwing over the middle of the field, so it could be time for him to shine. Maybe, I guess we'll see. Yeah, and I totally agree. I. I think um, I, I kind of feel you with the breakout thing, especially with Muth, because even though I feel like he's very limited with what he could do because of a declining Ben Roethlisberger, the numbers that he put up, especially compared to other rookie tight ends, were really good. And I, and I was not upset by his numbers at all. Um, I do think he could have uh, a, an even better a sophomore season uh, with the maybe opening up that playbook now and being able to send them down the middle of the field and, and a lot further down the middle of the field than four yards. But hey, you um, never know. it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. Um, we got a couple of replies from this. Uh, a guy that we've really kind of hit it off with, I feel like, uh, and someone we've been chatting with a long time coming all the way from uh, London, England. Uh, it is uh, at Pickens underscore uh, era. Uh, he said, Muth for sure. Uh, he can see him being our number one target in the red zone. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I agree with the red zone thing. I, I think tight ends are so valuable, especially in the red zone. And, you know, Muth being the size that he is, I, I think he could be a really good target for Kenny Pickett or whoever is that quarterback. Not to, be, not to be a Debbie Downer, but sometimes I hate I hate that uh, phrase. Um, you know, can we get in the red zone? This isn't a knock against um, who replied, obviously, but sometimes I don't like that phrase because when you think about the receivers, we have so many quote unquote red zone threats that's hard to pin it down to one person. You could say Firemuth because he's big, Claypool's big, Pickens is big, Zach Gentry's eight feet tall. That's fair. So I mean, we have like you know five red zone threats. We just need to score touchdowns. 
in the red zone. <laughs> and that is true. Um, another response we got uh, was from at Deontay four seven. Uh, he said, Dan Moore Jr., not often you see a fourth-round rookie hold his own at left tackle. Uh, we'll love to see him take a big step uh, and be a staple of the new offensive line. So would I. Uh, I, I agree with that. I would love to see Dan Moore uh, take a big step and and have a breakout sophomore season. I, I do think he obviously showed some of his uh, rookie struggles uh, last season, but, I mean, our entire offensive line was horrendous. Uh, and so I'm, I'm honestly kind of excited, uh, to see how he's going to perform and how our line as a whole is going to do. Uh, so I, I hope for the sake of the breakout, um, word that it is Dan Moore that has a breakout season. Um, but he's definitely someone that I would like to see in that position. (laughs) Nice goal. Bald him. Um, and, and another one that I saw, um, or, or at least that I thought about was, uh, Trey Norwood, um, being, being our last draft pick, uh, last year, I feel like he almost became kind of, I don't know if I want to use the word steal, but he, he played really, really well, especially for where he was drafted. Yeah, for a seventh rounder. Sure um, and I was very happy with his performance. Again, a lot of growing pains I felt like, you know, and there were definitely things that, he did that he can learn from, but if he, if he can learn from it and get better, then I'm, I'm really excited to see how Norwood's going to do. And, and I obviously would love to see a breakout season from him. Your thoughts, Dom? E, I mean, you're pretty much just nailing it on the head, right? Uh, not much more to say about Trey Norwood. I hope so, too. I mean, obviously, they feel confident in their safety class. They didn't draft any safeties. I know they picked up... Um, What's his face? Uh, Demonte Kazi. Mm-hmm. Right? So, they got some depth there. Um, but, Trenor did play this well. I mean, he, you know, as a rookie, he gave up some big plays, but he's a seventh-round r- rookie pick. So, I'll give him some leeway on, you know, some of those plays that maybe didn't go in our favor that he was controlling. But, yeah, I agree. I would like, I would also like the end more to be better, too. But, that's just because it helps out the whole team. Not just not uh, nothing against Dan Moore. more. Sure. It's more just I want the whole O line to be better. <laughs> I I agree with that statement. Um, and, and last but not least, just because it's a shorter episode, I I only wrote three questions on here, so we'll address this last one. Um, so as you all know, the schedule was released last Thursday. In fact, Dom and I did a little. Um, you know, what we thought of the schedule and, and what we think our record will be. Uh, so I I wanted to ask Steeler Nation how they felt about it, especially how they felt about, uh, you know, opening up on the road again against Cincinnati. Um, so I said, the Steelers start their season on the road against Cincinnati. What are your early game predictions? And I mean early because obviously there's a, there's a lot to happen and, and a preseason to watch. So, um you know, obviously a lot of wishful thinking with this answer, this question. Um, and we got a few replies. Uh, I wrote down three of them. Uh, the first one is from at Lexi Crutchfield. Uh, she said, well, I think our fully healthy defense will have a lot to say about it. And, and as well as our um, revamped offense. Uh <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yes. 
so I, I, this is what I meant by kind of the, the wishful thinking. And, and obviously, you know, optimistically, that is what I, I would hope for, you know, it would be like, you know, our defense plays lights out. Our, our offense just comes out firing. Cause I don't think anyone's really expecting us to yeah, seeing already these early, you know, schedule predictions and seeing our records or, or people saying that we'll be at the bottom of the division. Obviously I don't hope for that, but we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how this team is going to be. And, and after the buck kickings that we took last season from Cincinnati, like I, I, I said it a lot last week. I, I think a win for me would be just seeing if we can be close and competitive with them. I think a win would be awesome. I think, you know, all those things that like you said, if if we can have a healthy defense that just really takes it takes it to Cincinnati and 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 shows them, hey, we're meant to be a competitor, then I'm all for it. I'm but I'm I'm just not personally holding my breath right now. Don? <sighs> I'm kinda <of> negative. <laughs> I uh it's hard it's hard to make early predictions i i know you set that up already when our offense is going through a complete change and i hope it does go through a complete change because i hope matt canada doesn't do the same bs he's doing last year with a mobile band since both quarterbacks we have are more mobile than a guy who can has no legs anymore so i hope that the offense it does look different i understand the hype around the defense i want everyone to like understand okay <laughs> the defense is super good. They struggled. They were middle of the road in passing. Do you really believe our cornerbacks got better last year? Do you really, than last year's cornerbacks? Do you really believe that Akello and Levi Wallace are going to shut down the Bengals' passing attack? Just a question. <laughs> you can answer it amongst yourself. Um,. The run game is really good. Is Tua going to be back? Is Alawala going to be back? A lot of unknowns. How are they going to play? Our run defense was dead last. It's hard to say. I feel like... I feel like... uh, Yeah, I know we went to Buffalo and we beat them week one. I feel like our week one, though, this year is going to be a lot of, like, let's learn and grow and figure out how to play as a team for the future. And... Even if even if we lose that game, which I think we will, it's mostly about trying to get some chemistry together. And I don't think you you need to panic yet if they lose that game. I agree. So as far as like other predictions, I hope I hope to see some flashes on offense. Hope to see some good things here and there on defense. And you know, like Chris said, maybe the victory is keeping it close. I'll take a win. I'll always take a win. But maybe the victory is keeping it close, and that's kind of. All I got right now. Hard to make predictions when I don't even know what this team's going to look like. Exactly. Um, next, we have at Mr. Underscore Hammers with a capital Z and a lowercase z at the end. He said, I think we need to hit them in the mouth and step on their face. Uh, time to remind them we are still a formidable opponent. Uh, the team that uses the most physicality will be Victor. I hope TJ has a day, too. Uh, and it, I mean... Kind of relating back to what we were saying before, I, I obviously I hope this stuff happens. I, I, 
I really would love to, to be surprised and just be like, oh my gosh, we are killing Cincinnati. Like this, this is awesome. This is great. Um, I just, you know, I, I, I think a lot of the answers we got were just a very wishful thinking and very optimistic. Um, I, I, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I'm not going to say it's not going to happen, but I just think chances are low. Yeah, pretty much. But again, we're, we're not trying to be a negative Steelers podcast here. We're always optimistic. Um, I, I'm always going to root from the win. I'm always going to cheer from the win. I'm going to have heart palpitations and need to go to the ER during close games like I always do. So every game. So every game. It's just, you know, that that's just the that's just what we're rocking with, man. It's just how it's going to be. That's okay. We're learning. We're building. This is how it's going to run this year. Agreed. Um, and then uh, our last reply, which really made me laugh, but it also was basically just like a... The, probably the response I agreed with the most, and I really hope it's not this way, but it just the simplicity of the answer, honestly, I just thought was really funny. And it's from at uh, Tarek underscore PA. Uh, it read Cincinnati 34, Pittsburgh 13. Um, I think that's the more realistic answer just because of how last season played out and how I think Cincinnati definitely improved with offseason pickups and the draft. Um, but again, we'll, we'll have to see what happens. Uh, I, I it just kind of made me laugh because I'm like, yeah, I, I think that's probably the, the more realistic answer, personally speaking. Yeah, so... Again, not much to really discuss today. We're just here playing some Rocket League with the boys, talking some Steelers, talking about the team we love most. But, you know, we're excited for things to happen. We're waiting for things to happen. We want we want them to happen. So I think what we're going to do going forward is we're going to kind we what we want to do is the big point of the Northern Steel podcast, us being from Minnesota, is that the Steelers are not a gate-kept team. They're not just for Pittsburgh people only. There are Steelers fans around the world and around the nation. And we would love to communicate with you guys. While this offseason is slow, we'd love to talk to you. So I think next week we're going to try to reach out to one of you and bring you on the podcast. And you can talk to us and let us know how did you become a Steelers fan living not in Pittsburgh? What was that like? Where, you know, are you, have you seen a game live? Would you like to see a game live? And I think that'd be really fun. Another way, good way to connect to the community and kind of let everyone know that maybe Steelers is not just potentially a, another America's team, but a world team. Nice little cheesy button for that for you as we're getting smoked for nothing. So thank you again for listening to the Northern Steel podcast. I'm Dominic. This is Chris. Have a great week. Oh, and next week you'll be missing Chris because he's getting married. You heard it here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm getting married this Saturday. I'm super excited about it. I've been waiting for a long time. Uh, but yes, I will be on my honeymoon.